Father, we thank you for the blessing to hear your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Who finds grace? Who finds grace? Are there any qualifications for those who will ever find grace in the sight of the Lord? Of course, the Bible shows us. The Bible shows us um, how people, specific people in the Bible, found grace in the sight of God. And so we are going to take a look at some of them. And for today, we are going to dwell on the um, example of Ruth. 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 So we turn our Bibles to the book of Ruth. Hallelujah. And we're going to read from chapter 2, 1 to 13. Praise the Lord. And we know of the story of Ruth. Ruth was um, one of the ladies who married Naomi's sons. Okay. One of the, uh, Naomi's, one of Naomi's sons. And she was together with Opa, and they married Naomi, whose sons were called Malon and Kilion, and Naomi's husband was called Elimelech. Elimelech died along the way, and then to follow afterwards, Malon and Kilion also died. So we had a, so a story of three widows living in the land of Moab, uh, Naomi and his family, her, sorry, Naomi and her family, um, El, husband Elimelech and, and sons Malon and Kilion had moved to from Bethlehem to Moab in search of bread because famine had hit the land of Bethlehem at the time. Praise the Lord. And um, so this is just a background. All this is recounted in chapter one of the book of Ruth. And then we come to chapter 2, where we are told that Naomi decided to return. After Naomi decided to return to Bethlehem, okay, uh, Ruth followed her and Opa returned. Opa didn't, didn't, didn't follow Naomi back to Bethlehem because she had the option to stay back, okay? And... Um, but the Bible says that when they came back, when they came back, Ruth did something very phenomenal. And so let's take a read. Okay. So Ruth chapter 2 verse 1 to 13. And I read, it says, And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth, of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabites said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field, go to the field, and glean ears of the corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace, in whose sight I shall find I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter, go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and her lap was to light on the part of field belonging unto Boaz. And her lap was to light on the field, on the part of a field belonging unto Boaz, who was the kindred of Elimelech. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. Then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? Whose damsel is this? And the servant that was set over the reapers said, 
answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and had continued even from the morning until now. Even from the morning until now. And she tarried a little in the house. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence. But abide here fast by my maidens. Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art at thirst, go unto the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found, found grace in thine eyes, that, I sh that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? And Boaz answered unto her, It has fully been shown me. Hmm. It has fully been shown me that all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband, and how thou hast left unto thy mother-in-law since, sorry, and how, how, how thou hast left thy father and thy mother, and the land of thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knowest not heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work. A full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Then she said, Let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord, for thou, for that thou hast comforted me, and for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thy handmaid, though I be not like unto one of the hand, uh, unto one of thine handmaidens. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful piece of scripture. Hallelujah. First point I want to make is that there is an inheritance for you. Praise the Lord. There's an inheritance for you. God has a plan for you. And you are going to receive something from the Lord. I spoke recently and said that God prepares for you. God is preparing for you. You need to believe it. You need to believe that as you are there, you are not just there. You are walking, as you believe in God and loving him and walking with him, you are walking towards receiving your full inheritance. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, for he has, he is not ashamed to be called their God. In Hebrews chapter, we learn that from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 16, that God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. When you are not ashamed of God and stand out boldly, to say that you belong to him. That's right. Then he also is not ashamed of you. And he lets you know and prepares you for the city he prepares or he's prepared for you. Hallelujah. So there is something in store for you. There's something God has prepared for you from the foundations of the world. Um, the scripture that we've just read starts with the, uh, with the introduction of Boaz. And Boaz was... Um, was was somebody God had prepared somebody God had prepared for Ruth <laughs> praise the Lord somebody God had prepared for Ruth 
and this is this was not known to her okay because she came from Moab to Bethlehem not knowing what was in store for her but the Bible says that and Naomi had a kinsman of her husband a mighty man of wealth of the family of Elimelech and his name was Boaz as the story unfolds we realize that this man becomes the husband turns out to become the husband of Ruth and Ruth didn't even have an idea that there was something like this in store praise the Lord but God did it praise the Lord so we need to learn some things about this lady called Ruth because she was a lady who received favor she was a lady who received grace so there's some points we can learn from her story and the Bible says and Ruth the Moabites said unto Naomi let me now go to the field and glean ears of the corn after him in whose sight I might find grace hallelujah and so the second thing we learn about who finds grace is that it's like it's somebody who who uh, who has a dream to what go to the field to work praise God or, or gives yourself to work hard work okay you are not um, you, 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 you do not you do not intend to sit and idle um, around or waste time or or just but you but you have within you that desire to work with your hands that desire to do something worthwhile and it's not your dream to just be thinking about how um, you, you you can satisfy your flesh okay you can satisfy your fleshly desires or be sinful or give yourself to things that are dishonorable but we realize that Ruth the Bible says she said to Naomi okay she, she decided I'm sure she had thought about it it didn't just come from her lips no it wasn't just a random thing but she did she had thought about it and said now that I'm here with Naomi I'm not just going to sit around and 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 cry with her am I just going to sit around and weep with her we are both widows okay are we just going to uh, form a pity group a pity party to sound uh, uh, something in, in Israel that uh, uh, God has not been good to us God is not being good to good to women <laughs> okay or God 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 is not looking at us okay we're just going to be here and be a, a, a group of poor people Poor widows who are just going to uh, um, form a, a group, an, an NGO, and, and make a sound, okay, that God is not being good to us. I'm not going to sit down and sing such a song. I'm going to step out and even if it means to be a gleaner girl, you know what a gleaner girl is, it just goes into somebody's field. She didn't even have a field on her own. She just stepped out to go onto somebody's field, just anybody's field, to glean, okay, to, to harvest uh, uh, wheat or whatever they were planting, okay. So he said, let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn, okay, so corn. After him in whose sight I shall find grace. So she 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 was a believer. She was a believer that somebody can look down on me with mercy. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to believe. It's, it's possible that somebody will, will have mercy on me. It's possible that I can I can be chosen. Somebody can favor me. Somebody I will be nice in somebody's eyes. Oh my God. 
It's possible that I will look nice in somebody's eyes. I will find grace in somebody's eyes. So you let me just step out of my comfort zone and let me go out there and work. This was her faith. And so this is a requirement. This is the kind of faith you can also express if you are destined to find grace. Step out to work. Step out and go and work. Okay? And believe that you are going to be blessed in the midst of that. You are going to find favor. Okay? You are somebody who's going to look down on you with mercy. Praise God. Because that's just the behavior that Ruth uh, uh, showed. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that, and she said unto her, so she said these things to Naomi. Okay? So that's another behavior of somebody who finds grace. You believe in your hearts, but you don't just leave it there. But you, 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 you believe with your leader. You believe with your pastor. You believe with your mother. You believe with your father. You believe with the one that you are a, a co-laborer with. Praise the Lord. Yes. Because Naomi, both Ruth and Naomi were widows. All right. So that was something they had in common. And I think that one of the reasons why perhaps Ruth decided to go with Naomi was because she she felt like her okay or she was empathetic or the way she believed that we're all in the same if i leave this woman she's a widow me too i'm a widow why don't we join our widow powers <laughs> and do something let something good come out of it all right so 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 you must be able if when you believe in your heart you you should not just do it alone but be able to communicate it Okay, and when you communicate it with your pastor, with your leader, with your shepherd, with, like you, I said, your co-liberal in the Lord, you will be given instruction. Hallelujah. You will be given instruction. And when you are given instruction, you must obey. So the Bible says that when she told Naomi these things that were in her heart, the Bible says, Naomi said unto her, go my daughter go my daughter and so you will be told to do something and it is from that word of instruction and your obedience in that word of instruction that brings the blessing so because god does nothing without obedience he can't do nothing in your life without obedience so there must be that component okay grace never is a it's a product of obedience Okay, it's a, because like like I mentioned the other day, the sin, one of the, 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 the expressions or the, the definitions of sin within us, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, is the disobedience. Okay, is disobedience. That's a third definition of sin. Okay, so um, the disobedience within us, okay, the first one we, we learned was what? The cause of this, working according to the cause of this world. Second one is being under the power of the, uh, the, 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 the Satan, okay, or being under the power of darkness. And then the third one is the disobedience in us, okay? So that's how sin operates within us. So you cannot be free from the power of sin 
without the item or the 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 the, the, the component of obedience. Okay, so Ruth had to obey Naomi, and what Naomi said, "Go, my daughter." Hallelujah. And verse three, the Bible says, "And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers." So she went, and then she just started working. She just started with not being so spooky. Hey, I've come. Oh, who is here to bless me? Well, she just went and just like normal working. You understand? It's not any. Uh, she, me, I'm a fever though. Me, I'm great. She, she just came and just started working. Praise the Lord. She just started gleaning, and the Bible says that and her harp was to light on the part of the of the field belonging unto Boaz. Okay, her harp was to light. That is to say that it happened that she found herself working in the field of Boaz. When the grace of God is at work in your life, it influences the happenings of your life. So much so that your harp lights on where grace has decided. Okay, so the things and the unfoldings of your life are not going to be just mere things. They are going to be under the power of grace. That's right. The power of grace influences happenings. So she stepped out believing, and the Bible says, and her harp was to light on the field belonging to Boaz. So grace does these things. Hallelujah. But, so you realize that it has, doesn't have so much to do with you and your search for the best. It just happens that. So you, when you are under grace and when you are just working in the love of God and obedience and that kind of thing, God is just going to do the rest for you. You don't have to be so, uh, you know, which one would work for me. You don't have to do that part of the work. You just Your part of the work is to just obey. Your part of the work is to just love. Your part of the work is to just follow after righteousness, and God will do the rest. Praise the Lord. And so her heart was to lie on the part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was the kindred of Elimelech. God has something in store for you. God has an inheritance for you. And behold, verse 4, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, The Lord be with you. And he answered him, The Lord bless thee. So he's not just a, a, any person, okay? And somebody said that God has blessed me. I found a rich man who wants to sleep with me and give me money. The grace of God has fallen on my life. Please, it doesn't work that way. This is not the grace of God. If you are, find yourself in something like that, huh? or you found somebody who is just... I remember somebody, a friend told me one time that you found somebody who just said, Oh, I like your fair skin. I'll give you 10,000, uh, was it, how much was it? 1,000 Ghana cities, just for your fair skin, okay? And didn't, not that the person had any any uh, thing to do with, with her, okay? But just because she, he liked the fair skin and just appreciate, he said, hey, well, you, it depends, okay? What your, what your interpretation of a situation like this is, I don't know what you, but you see, if the person saw you and flattered, okay, with you in his heart and gave you money for it, will you receive it or not? You may answer that question by yourself. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says that 
this man came around and was speaking things like, the Lord bless thee, the Lord be with you, hallelujah. Or the Lord be with you and the people will answer, the Lord bless thee, praise the Lord. So the blessing of the Lord was on his lips. And so this was a man given to the ways of God and given to the love of God, okay? And the blessing that was on his land was the blessing of the Lord, such that he distributed the blessing of the Lord in his speaking. So we are not talking about just any kind of inheritance, any just anything that is, 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 is. When God has something for you, it is from him. Praise the Lord. So who finds grace? The Bible says, and he said unto his servant that was set over the reapers, whose damsel is this? That's another feature of a person who finds grace. They will ask about you from somebody else. The person you are supposed to find grace in will not come to you directly to say that who are you per se, but will ask about you from somebody else who's been set over reapers, who's who's been who's involved in the work and is a an overseer, sort of. Okay, so you need to understand these dynamics because it's just it's it's a written code. Okay, so it's just the way God operates. The Bible says that Boaz went to the one who's been set over the reapers, right? And then found out from him that whose damsel is this? Who is this girl? Who is this person? Okay, and then found out the, pe- the, the things. Uh, so people must know you for what you stand for. Okay, people, somebody's got to know you for what you stand for because if you're going to find favor, this is how it's going to come, or this is where it's going to come from. Somebody must be able to speak well of you to the one in whose sight you are supposed to be f- find favor. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that, and the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. Praise God. So a report will be given about you and it will be a report of your works. So if you are not given to work and works and good works, you cannot qualify to receive the grace of God. You cannot qualify to be highly favored in the sight of God. We all hear how Mary was highly favored. I don't think it was just a, a, just that. I think all these things about grace that we learn from the scriptures were fulfilled in that woman, for which reason God will think about her so fondly and send a message and a messenger to her and declare unto her, thou art highly favored. She must have been working, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She must have been loving God in her, on her own. She must have been searching for the truth and all that kind of thing. Praise the Lord. And verse 7, the Bible says, And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and had continued even from the morning until now. Look at that. That she tarried a little in the house. Okay? So she, 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 was given an opportunity, and she said, I pray you let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and continued even from the morning until now. So the, the, the overseer was still giving a report about her, that this lady just stepped on our land and came to ask for permission from me. Now, oh, please, I want to serve on your field. Can I serve? And the girl has been working since morning till now, and she's even still here. 
so much so that she's even staying a little bit behind <laughs> uh, in the house. She's tarrying a bit more in the house. She wasn't ready, so eager to go. She loved work. Praise the Lord. So another sign of grace is, is humility. You came into the fear and said, oh, me, I'm, I know I'm already... Uh, what um, I love God. I, I know God loves me. I know. I know I'm favored. So, who are you? I'm, uh, uh, no, she came and asked for permission. Please, can I work here? Okay. So all those things must be. You must be humble. You must be under somebody. You must recognize that you are. You can. You should be under somebody. That that sign of authority must be over your head for you to receive the grace of God. Praise the Lord. And she said what? She came and she, she worked hard even till now. You know, those, the, those who, when they finish doing some work, no, they are the first to leave. Because Charlie, the, the work is not there, you know. But if you really love what you are doing, you realize that you even stay around for longer. You can even stay around for longer. You can even stay around for longer. And it's not too much to ask. Okay, so that was the behavior of Ruth. If you really love the church work, you really love the ministry work, you are not always, I don't know that sometimes you maybe you have to go and do something so you may take your back quickly and have to leave. But it's not always, but that's those that is always, that's their behavior. Always they need, they can't even tarry a little in the, in the, in the field of work. You should be able to tarry a little in the field of work. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that then said Boaz verse 8, then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter? Mm. When God chooses you, he will speak to you. And you need to hear. He will give a word to somebody to speak to you. And you need to hear. He said, hearest thou not, my daughter? Okay, so you must hear what your instructor has to give to you. You must hear what your your, your superior has to give to you. Hearest thou not, my daughter? Go not to glean in another field, neither go from thence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men? Praise the Lord. So she was given instructions about what to do. Hallelujah. What to do. Praise the Lord. She was given instructions about what to do you'll be given instructions about what to do about what to specifically focus on okay because sometimes you are a general worker but you will be given instructions about specific work that you're supposed to give yourself to so he says here here is thou not my daughter go not to glean in another field neither go from hence but abide here fast by my maidens. Praise the Lord. The word, the word of grace, the word of grace is able to build you up in the field that you are called to. The word of grace establishes you in the field that you are called to. Oh, dear Lord. It establishes you. You see, there is something that makes you become a... A, 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 a special vessel is the word of grace that molds you into something specific. It's a word. It's a grace comes in the form form of words. Hallelujah. The Bible says that may God 
the, the, may God establish you with the words of his grace, hallelujah, which are able to build you up and give you an inheritance, okay, give you an inheritance, hallelujah, among them that are sanctified by me. So God's word is able to establish you and the word of his grace. And this was exactly what was happening to this this young woman called Ruth but through from the mouth the lips of Boaz she was being given instructions and it was actually the word of grace and how did the word of grace say hearest thou not my daughter go not into go not to glean in another field that is a specific instruction don't go anywhere stay here okay neither go from hence but abide here fast by my maidens just be here just be give yourself more to the work give yourself more to my work give yourself more to this work give yourself more to this work that is the word of the grace of god it sanctifies you from all else it sets you apart from all other things that is the word of his grace my god my god and says that let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap oh my god Eh, yeah, 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 yeah. And thou, and go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? Praise the Lord. So, the word of grace, the word of God's grace, the word of His grace, is able to also. It trains your eyes. The word of grace trains your eyes to be fixed on the work that you are called to do. You see, it's the sanctification of God that makes you set apart to do the work of God, hallelujah, and be excel. You cannot excel in something that you don't give yourself totally to. So it is that the word of his grace, the scripture I'm talking about is from Acts chapter 20, verse 32. The Bible says, and now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Praise God. So the word of his grace, mm, when you find grace, the word of his grace will be given to you. And that's exactly what Boaz was given to Ruth. And this word was supposed to build her up. She was supposed to continue gleaning. See, that was her first day, but she was supposed to continue gleaning in that spot, that field, continue over there. Okay. And then the Bible says that what? To give you a, give you an inheritance. It will, When you continue in that thing, that's what it will give you an inheritance. It will make you inherit what God has for you. All right? Among them that are sanctified. So it sets you apart. The word of his grace sets you apart. It makes you continue in the same thing again and again. It makes you focused. Okay? That Sometimes we want to be focused, but realize that it's not so easy. But God can make you focus on what he has called you to. Praise the Lord. And and, 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 and focusing is, is not something that just comes. It comes by the word of grace. And today, the word of his grace is coming to you. Hallelujah. That keep doing what you are doing for the Lord. Keep doing what you are doing in, in the field of God where he has put you in. Hallelujah. And don't look to the right or to the left. Praise God. Let your eyes be on the field that they do reap. When you continue, that's how you're going to reap. Praise the Lord. He says, have I not charged the young men that they should, they should not touch you? That's another thing about the grace of God. You see, it will sanctify you. So they are not for common use. You are not a, a, a you are not for flirting. You are not for fornication. You are not for adultery. You are, you are a set apart girl. You are a set apart boy. You are, you are, you are not a, 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 just an ordinary person. Praise the Lord. You are for, for holy use. You are for what God has called you to. 
so he would charge you that word will also instruct people be careful you cannot you cannot play with this vessel of mine it will also place an embargo on and a limitation on how far people want to go with you especially those who want to uh, use you for dishonorable things praise the lord and so will charge the young men and then when you are thirsty okay there are times that you'll be thirsty it will even instruct you where to go for 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 to quench your thirst hallelujah it says and when thou art at thirst go unto the vessels and drink of that which the young men have drawn i think that will end here and then this session will continue in another podcast god bless you richly father add your blessing to this word in jesus name amen Thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you.